هاي تسلسل سفن انجنير بودكاست نام مي عبد الرحمن عاطف ام دكتور غانم كشواني We are doing the civil engineer podcast that we're gonna talk about the benefit about the civil engineer and with the fight, we're gonna fight the civil engineer, we're gonna do the best we can do, and I hope you're gonna like it. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, good morning, good afternoon, or good evening from where you are. In this episode, we're gonna interview Dr. Harder. Dr. Harder graduated with Bachelor of Mechanical Engineering from India, then he moved to the United States to a high university to finish his master's. Actually, he took double master, but I give him a credit for that in mechanical and mathematics. Then he pursues his PhD in mechanical engineering from Vanderbilt University. During his career, he worked in different career in different company, from equipment to heavy equipment to control engineer to to IT and software engineers. He worked in Caterpillar and in Ford and in Ferrari, Ferrari Future and Apple. Then in 2017, he started up his own company, which is called CFAI. CFAI and Ford is retrofitting equipment for autonomous application in the mining and construction industry. It's actually enabling the heavy truck equipment or construction equipment to be self-reporting. And do self-operating robotic assets by adding the machines, AI and the heavy and the AI machine on it. We had a great interview with him. Go and watch it. Thank you. We wish you the best. Take care. So, uh, Doctor Harder, good morning. How is everything with you? It's going good. Thank you for inviting us, and you guys are doing an amazing job. So, I really looking forward to talk to you. Okay, we are even looking more to talk to you. Actually, we are interested about your topic. Actually, to be honest. So, what about the technical introduction about yourself? Yeah, so I give you a little bit of background, and I grew, you know, I grew up in India. I came to US after my undergraduate, uh, and you know, been doing robotics for a long time. So, I actually was doing, you know, what we call a autonomous robotics or self-driving car for about seventeen or eighteen years. So, this is really what got started back in the days of two thousand two, two thousand three in US. And one of the thing we saw that. in the construction and the mining both you know in a, they realized the benefit of having equipment working by themselves without any human operator even back in the days of 2003 2004 i have been involved in this industry for about 16 years i i worked at a caterpillar one of the you know largest equipment maker you know based in us and we were working on making various equipment fully autonomous and using it in the construction the mining use cases uh, i was there for about 7 years really learned a lot not not so much about technology which is about my background but also how do you take such complex technology and actually put it into real world if you will uh, fast forward then i moved to what we call a self driving car kind of ecosystem i joined ford back in the days of 2015 to lead their autonomy project so as you know there is this big self driving thing going on around 2015 or onward so i was leading the autonomy project for ford i spent about year and a half at apple on their autonomy project uh, before starting safeia actually when i go to your linkedin profile you work in various company which is fascinating and i already saw a video about safeia can you tell us about what is the story about safeia because i saw the video and it really fascinated so if you can tell the audience to be a way great Absolutely. So, just to give you a little bit, what we do, 
And if you look at typical construction, like think about building a bridge or building a dam or building a road, you see this lot of this equipment working together. They are digging something, they're moving dirt. And those equipment, obviously there is an operator. But now when you see them, if you can make this equipment completely work by itself without any operator in the cab, then you're talking about massive safety improvement. You know, reliability goes up. Now you can work longer. So all those benefit comes and that's what we do. We, we go to the construction companies and we take their existing asset, truck, dozer, loader, and add our technology to make it fully autonomous and give it back to them. Now they can use it uh, to run their job. So that's really what Safe AI is, a mission is. So basically you are doing a retrofitting about an existing construction vehicle or a truck equipment. So that's what I understand. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. So we, we go, we retrofit the existing vehicle, uh, we bring the hardware, software, we teach the people how to actually run it and operate it and give it back to the in, in the hands of construction people who are actually doing the job. So, Dr. Hilder, um, just a question. You know that um, construction is very conventional, very fixed system. Uh, do you think that um, the mentality or the mindset is really hard to change and to, to convince people to go to automation? And uh, I don't know if you know that next year, I think in October, Dubai, they will hold the biggest automation construction conference next October 2021. So what do you think? Yeah, I think that's a that's a broad question. So maybe I'll give you a little bit of background and you know, going to narrow down to answer to your question is that if you think about construction and you, you guys already know, but just to give you some statistics around it, right? This is about $10 trillion business globally. You know, it's about 13% of the global GDP goes into the construction. And, and, you know, human point of view, about 7% of the world population is part of that industry, right? So this is a massive industry and you guys know as well. And if you think about the productivity improvement happened over last 30 years, really just 1%. You know, if you compare with any other industry, let's say manufacturing or other construction industry really did not keep up with the productivity pace, if you will. And one of the reason is that technology has not gone into construction ecosystem as much as the other industry. You know, if you think about manufacturing, there's a lot of technology got into it, right? So to your original question, is that construction is going to change? I think, you know, personally, I have been involved last 20 years and obviously overall, we really are seeing there's a massive amount of push coming from the technology and people will adapt because of this huge financial and time benefit you are going to see. So yes, we think it is going to, people are going to adapt. Technology is going to have a massive, uh, massive effect on overall construction ecosystem. So going to my next question, to be honest, because I have been background in excavation and me and my dad used to have excavation company before. So I want to know what is the benefit about safe AI and using autonomous retrofitting construction in both safety, productivity, and performance, and vacant maintenance also. Because I want really, because if I'm a contractor and I have an excavation company or I have excavation, I have trucks, I want, and you tell me, you're going to use an an AI technology. What kind of benefit get it to me as an excavation company or as a contractor? Let me answer that question with some example, right? Uh, let's pick a typical infrastructure project. Let's say you, you want to build a dam. A typical dam building project takes about 
anywhere, let's say typically about $100 million on average, it's a large dam size, right? In that $100 million, let's say you are the end general constructor, right? You are the one who's running the show for this $100 million project runs over four years. You spend about 15 or so million dollars for your what we call overhead. Overhead means running your management, how, you know, overall. And you spend anywhere from, you know, 60 or so million dollars to actually do the job. And then whatever is left is your profit, right? If it is a $100 million project. Now, where is your $60 million goes? Your $60 million goes is to running those vehicles, renting or owning those equipment, paying for the operator, basically running the whole construction process. Now, if you think about you are going to make this vehicle completely autonomous, you're going to connect them through data so that you have better insight, you're going to be able to provide a lot more coordination, you're going to be able to run longer hours because these machines can work overnight, if you will. All that, what happens to the dollar value that what would have taken you $60 million to do, now you can get it done for $40 million. So this is what I mean. This is not a 1%, 2%, 5% improvement to you. This is going to be 20% improvement on the fi- you know, cost point of view that you can get the job done. That is just that your 60 million now, it will take 40 million. But not only that, what would have taken you five years to complete will take you three and a half years to complete. I think that's that's what I mean. The the benefit is so massive this time around. And that's what you are you are going to see. And you know, if you're going to extend that to the future, because the benefit is so massive, if you see another construction company using autonomy and you are not, you are just not going to be able to even compete in that market. If if that kind of give you kind of broader context around that. Wow, that's very fantastic. Actually, yeah, to be honest, yeah, it will be as I understand, it will improve the productivity where you can have more data so you can more performance and more utilization of the vehicle. Uh, so what I, what about the safety? Because to be honest, as I understand, safety, most of the accident happen in the construction and the vehicle construction because we hear a lot in the news like lately about an accident or some labor death or some injuries because due to human error. So do you think this using this technology will increase the safety and reduce the accident Insights? Immensely. I think safety is definitely the number one reason and why you see the industry will adapt it immediately. So exactly. So if you, you know, if you think about what we are doing, we are really taking the operator from the harm's way, from a dull, dirty, dangerous work in the harm's way, back to what we call in the office environment, where they still are kind of running the show, right? You still have to tell the machine, go dig this. You just don't have to sit in the machine and actually do the digging. It will done by autonomous. So I think safety is definitely number one. And not only that, I mean, we we have been in front of the you know world's largest general constructor, you know, across the world, right? One of our partners I'll use maybe Obayashi. Obayashi is one of the largest construction out of Japan. The CEOs and the executive team is very much aligned with the safety safety message okay so dr hill there's just a question that you know um i don't know if you know this um the bm uh you know the the, the famous company uh, i remember they asked one of their safety manager about um, uh about the scenario that if you have an autonomous car an autonomous car in such a situation that they need to decide either to to protect the the driver or to hit uh, like um a mother or uh, a small infant or uh, a, a, a kid. 
and he said our priority is always um, the safety of the driver and i think it was misinterpreted uh, his words and they put it in the about the self the conscience of the ai and do, do you think that ai i mean uh, can consider such things or or we should um, always put the human in the end in the control and come of safety or or it should be full automated this is also a very loaded question and i think there is a two parts to that let, let me see if i can you know kind of split that two part one is the ai part of it another is the safety con- context of it so i think the overall you know again going back to thing right you know people have been involved in autonomy for last 20 years right i think the way that people are projecting how autonomy will work you know it's a, there is a little bit of misunderstanding how autonomy will actually roll out so to your original questions right if if you get into this kind of situation so let's let's kind of narrow the use case in the construction in the construction the use case is very you know constrained we we are we are in a private area we know what we are doing and if you kind of take an example from the mining world you know mining industry have been using autonomous truck autonomous equipment for last 5 6 years they have moved 3 billion tons of material across the last 5 years without a single in a in a fatal accident so the point here is that no a autonomic a autonomous vehicle when we introduce in the construction of the mining it will never be in that situation i think that is extremely hypothetical that is you know that is mostly that narrative is by the people who doesn't understand how technology get rolled out like to to your question to answer to that question that a autonomous vehicle in the construction will never face this situation because it will already be technology be sophisticated enough that it you know it will avoid that situation in all cost and and that there is a proof to that right in the mining industry last 5 years you know moved 3 billion tons of material without a single fatal accident so i think that's one part that technology will never be in that situation in a real world second your question is that if ai is making the decision and that's part of our company name also safe ai can we trust ai i think the answer to that question that can we trust ai that is an open question it is not a solved question in the world in general but again i think the way you will see especially in construction we will use and you know we have about safe ai as about five patent on right on that area is that we will constrain our use case in a way that we can guarantee that even using the ai it will still be safe so to answer your question it is not an ethical question those are mostly for again people who quite don't get it how it will actually roll out in production but we will never see that situation in in practice especially in the constraint use case like construction and mining does that kind of answer your question yeah uh, i i think uh, you put more uh, multiple details that uh, because as you said you know, people sometimes we when they don't understand things it is easy for them to deny it and people they don't like change especially as you mentioned the construction so you know i was trying to play here a devil advocate for it you know uh i believe that automation is very important as you mentioned that um, if we c- compare construction with the telecommunication for the technology there is is massive is going you know in construction and uh, i i don't know correct me if i'm wrong that the r&d and construction field is less uh, by far comparing with any industry you know people they don't invest highly in r&d because as we said in the beginning it is very fixed system and fragmented so I think um we we need automation 
But uh, at the same time, uh, I believe uh, because we are a human being, we are not human doing. I think we need the human touch here and there. I think human will be there. So, and, and I think your question is very valid. And I think it is important because it is a more of a misconception then. And it's good to kind of talk it out, right? As I kind of mentioned that by the time we, we ever roll out autonomous equipment, whether safe or the industry general, it will never get into those situations. Like people kind of need to understand. And second thing, I'll give you an example and I'll stop there is that, you know, we have, you know, we have had elevator for a long time. You know, when we had introduced elevator to the human society, we had something called an elevator person in the elevator to press the button because human thought it is not safe to get into an elevator without an elevator person who pressing the button, right? And it took a humanity 40 years to take that elevator person out of the elevator to realize that it is safe to be in the elevator. Like today, you will not go to a Dubai mall and expect somebody will press the button for you, right? You will press your own button. So I think it is the same idea that autonomous equipment in construction, in mining, in agriculture, it will be, it will be you know, 100% safe, right? In 100% in the sense of your concern will get away. I think those are, as I said, the technology is rolling out. That's where the misconception coming from. Uh, it's kind of, but it is a very important question. So what you are, your question makes sense because people kind of get out of that idea zone, if you will. Thank you for that. I know it's totally good explanation for me. And I think maybe we'll move to the next question, Atof. Yeah, actually about now, I was going to ask you about the benefit, about the construct, the safe AI and retrofitting about vehicle maintenance. To be honest, if you, ha- if you, have, if you have a vehicle, most of the time, like a human being will kind of damage the vehicle more, can, more, more than anyone else because of the bad using or bad, about um, bad performance or bad workmanship of the using of the construction vehicle. So do you think this uh, the technology of AI will kind of improve the vehicle maintenance and kind of give optimum use about the vehicle? Absolutely. I think the benefit was what you mentioned, right? Safety, then reliability is also going to be very important because I'll give you an example of reliability. If you are expecting your people to come and start the work at 10 o'clock, they might be a little delayed. They start a little late. They finish early. They take lunch break. They take, you know, different breaks. Here, if you have autonomous, you know, 10 autonomous equipment working together, if you think they are going to start at 6 a.m., finish at 6 p.m., they're going to do that 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. So reliability you'll be able to better coordinate them. So plan for it better. And the last one, what you just mentioned is that you'll get a better life out of the equipment because they increase your tire life, they increase the overall usage life. And again, those are not just we are saying, there is already data, there is a 20% increase in the tire life. So yes, your vehicle will work and you know you be used longer time. Because now I want, I was gonna, my next question about, we already speak about that, about some of stack and about using this technology about we speak previously with Ghanem about some of stacking of using AI of some people are not trusting it. But do you think other obstacles can maybe prevent the idea of using spreading retrofitting AI or using automatic car in construction? Yeah, so I think the const- the biggest obstacle is neither AI nor people. It, it never, never, it never are. So I think let me double click on the last question is that why do we not see more of construction, you know, technologies getting into that? It is actually going back to that R&D question that, you know, we raised before is that if you think about construction industry, their profit margin is very thin. So, you know, in the world, in an average, about 5%. You know, if you can make a 10%, you are doing amazing. 
but usually it's in hover around 5 to 6% average profit margin with the 5 to 6% profit margin you don't have enough money left over to put on the r&d and if you don't put money on the r&d technology doesn't move so if you think about why google apple is moving because their profit margin is massive they put it back to the research and they get new product and that's why the the wheel moves if you will so what is happening in construction now is that people seeing the new future so there is a lot of external money coming in just as you you know think about safe as a one we are funded by the vcs and the vcs money is coming from outside the construction ecosystem right so now that external money is getting into the construction to move construction forward you will see lot of technology is going to come in it is going to make the improvement people will see the benefit and the industry will move i think people are worried about ai people are scared that never stopped technology it's a, it, it it goes down to the money that can we spend enough money to the improvement this time around yes and they will move so by, by about my next question some people will tell like take using ai and using ai in the reduction of ai and construction that will be reduced will lead to reduction in job like you i would cannot replace human in the job do you believe on that or do you think that using ai would create more job so i'll give you two thing right one thing is that a let's say a truck operator in the in the construction site a operator doesn't only drive the car or drive the truck they do lot more than that you know so to your question is that it will not reduce what will happen they will get out of those unsafe you know area which is inside the cab and they will go inside an office because they still will have to you know monitor manage and orchestrate the whole construction so two thing will happen right they will operator will be getting out of the harm's way into a safe area they are going to do more skilled work so their their pay will increase because the advantage is not about reducing the operator advantage is of getting more out of the vehicle running it longer so to your original question no, it will not reduce the job the quality of job will increase safety of the operator will increase i agree with you even i put in my opinion i believe using the new this new technology will add more new job field actually a new field in cotton job in construction uh, for example like if the moment when the internet start coming on in the year in the, you know in the early 2000 there was some job reduction but it create more jobs to be honest do you agree with me on that about maybe using ai would create maybe new job fields i i as i can i mention right 7% of the all, you know world population is part of the construction ecosystem yeah. we are definitely not going to see that reduce what you what you're going to see is that we are going to do produce more do it in a safer way and actually be able to pay more to our and the people who are working because now we are producing more uh, dr hilder uh, there is a point that people i mean when you discuss with them in the construction industry cyber security i mean it is digitizing and in a in a construction sometimes we do construction for a sensitive location like nuclear power plant oil and gas and you know with the big data the cloud system internet of things cyber security and ai and construction uh, can we um, provide like we can say a guarantee a sense of relief for the customer or for the people who are using ai and construction that no, it will be saved we have a good cyber security system i mean any illumination uh, for this point yeah, that's a very good question and very relevant i think that's a very relevant question so I think the way we will do as an industry not just safe ai is that 
you know, there is a cybersecurity, you know, need even outside the construction, right? You know, the world is connected everywhere. Like think about banking system, right? Obviously there is a cybersecurity is immense, your e-commerce. What you will see is that in the, the need for construction industry, they, that we will borrow the expertise and the knowledge and the infrastructure from this, you know, the banking and the e-commerce who are already doing cybersecurity and bring it to this construction industry. But your concern and your question is absolutely, it is a very important part. We will utilize the expertise from the other vertical. So my next question, it will be like, what is the construction and excavation will be post-COVID and 10 years from now? I think I'll give you one example. I have I was talking to a mining company about in April. So they are based in Canada, one of the largest mining company in Canada. And they actually have a mine in Canada that was running completely manual mine. And the, another mine they had, there was about 50 truck was running autonomously. And, and that mine manager was told me that during this COVID period when Canada was locked down back in April, May, that they saw the productivity improve significantly higher in the autonomous mine. And in the you know, manned mine was completely zero for some time and then picked it up, but never gone into the original kind of productivity level. And this is the day-to-day. I think having a data like that, that's the one data point, real data point. Second thing is that we have been in front of the you know, top construction and the mining company in the world. And we see a great urgency of using technology, both digitalization and autonomy. So to your answer to you know, post-COVID-19, in 10 years, you will definitely see the way we do construction, digitalization and the autonomy will impact heavily. So we'll see a lot of connected site. So currently what you see, if you're doing a road project in one person, Dubai, if you're doing a road project, let's say same construction company doing other parts of the country, they don't share data with themselves. So what you will see that data has been shared more freely so that you can do a better budgeting and estimate. You will see better utilization of your vehicle, lot more better understanding and knowledge what's going on in your site. So you will see a lot of digitalization and automation uh, in both mining and construction world. Dr. Hilder, um, you know, with all this application, we have now BIM, digital twin, uh, we have uh, drones, uh, 3D printing, uh, offset construction, uh, module uh, uh, construction, all, all these technology is coming. And I think, you know, now people, they start, um, you know, uh, trying to find like a codes. I mean, as academic, we are really struggling how we can find a standard, a guidelines. I mean, we, for example, when it comes for 3D printing, we use uh, like um, design by performance, you know, and there is lack of guidance and code, United codes, I mean, like an ACI or an anything. Any any idea that uh, f- uh, like uh, unified code we can use for this technology, any documentation or a system to follow, or it is all try, try and error? Very, 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 very good point. I think you, you have been thinking about this thing. You're kind of hitting in a very, very extremely useful point. And I'll, again, I'll use an example. I think one of the things we are pushing to to kind of to answer to your original question, is there a standard? I think as this, this is a, such a new technology coming in, there is no standard that you can look up to. It's almost like you need to lead to build that standard. And I'll use one example, right? If you're using an autonomous equipment in a construction site, there is no a common standard either as a government or as a society or industry have adopted. Uh, think about in the US, 
US government is trying to come up with a standard and the rules and regulation for self-driving car, right? And they have been doing it. It's coming from the government. But there is no standard for safety for autonomous construction, either in US or we are we are very involved in Japan or in Australia. So I think to answer your question is that no, there is no standard for especially the latest technology, but it's also an opportunity, especially given you know where you are and your kind of connection to the industry and your, you know, you can be you can actually lead this effort, right? And one area we are definitely would love to kind of see more collaboration and industry participation, industry and economic participation is that a standard on the safety. How do you use autonomous construction machine? How do you make sure this technology get used safely as you pointed out? So we actually are pushing an initiative for Japan, which is not, you know, we just started that process. So we'd love to kind of, you know, maybe as a follow on, see if this is something we can uh, actually initiate even in, in Dubai and broader broader context. Yeah, I think it's important, you know, because, you know, uh, having a roadmap, you know, is is, is re- extremely important. And um, I believe Cambridge University, they have something called Center of Digital Construction. And I highly advise everybody to go there. You know, they have open access paper and how we, we can use um, smart construction in general. And here in Dubai, you know, me and Atof, we, we did a study in Hiriyatwat and uh, there is a center in Dubai called Smart Construction in uh, Hiriyatwat. And um, it involves different stakeholders from government to the to private companies. So I think this kind of discussion we need, you know, because we need the holistic view uh, at the end of the day uh, to have the better utilization Absolutely. And I think if you initiate one of those, it will be a, it will be actually greatly beneficial to the overall, in overall industry. So any, so any final thought from you, Dr. Harder? I mean, final thought of one thing I will say, because what we are seeing across, there's actually a lot of interest in the construction industry now to use that, right? As I mentioned, we are, we are, you know, US, Canada, Japan, UK, we have been talking to all the top construction companies. So we see a lot of interest, a lot of actually use of you know technology. So I think that would be the thing. Like uh, this is really in a very good timing wise. So whatever we can do to educate the overall industry, kind of go out there, tell them that this is coming, and work together. I think that will be a uh, that will be a great thing because this has to get done together, not just by technology provider or one company. It is a very community effort, if you will. Completely agree that all the country has to be agreed together to improve the start of increasing more robust in the AI, which gonna be improved the protection of the AI and it's gonna be spread all over the world worldwide. But to what you mean. Absolutely. Absolutely. So it was great, it was really great to meet you, Dr. Harder. And really it was what really was with the new construction and new safe AI. Really it was a fantastic opportunity to meet you. Definitely not the, I really, really enjoyed talking to you guys. And as I mentioned at the beginning, you guys are doing, this is an amazing effort you are putting together. Uh, so I think and the timing is perfect with your background. I think this is a this is a great. Yeah, thanks start. a lot. You know, it was such an honor. And as I said, uh, hopefully after this pandemic, you know, to be controlled next year in Dubai, we have the biggest automation construction summit in the world. It uh, will be in Dubai in next October, and we highly advise uh, you know for everybody to come. And also here in UAE, we have the first digital engineering. Um, chapter that deal with all AI application construction. So it was such an honor and uh, I believe the audience um, 
for sure, you know, uh, they learn a lot. And again, thanks a lot for your time. It's highly appreciated. Absolutely. Thanks for thanks for having me. Really great talking to you. Both. Thank you. Really appreciate. Thanks. Thank you. Wow. It was a great episode to speak with Dr. Harder. And we have a nice talk and nice different talk about safe AI and about using AI in a autonomous construction vehicle. And actually, we like it quite, quite, quite interesting, quite idea of sharing it. So what do you think, guys, about it? Do you love this episode? Do you want to interview more people? Leaving for you a comment or review in Apple or Google or Botchaser will help us. So please leave us a review in any of the podcast platform we have and please comment and share and like it. And also, we're going to put some information in Safe AI in the show notes. Thank you, guys, and wishing you the best, and take care, and bye. To wrap it up this episode, hopefully you're going to like it. I wish you the rest of your work, and good luck, and see you in another episode. Yeah, thank, thank you. you. See you guys. Have a good day and good night. Thank you. Bye-bye.